Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from around the world, hold on. Strap, put your bootstraps on here. Tighten them up. It's time for another episode of Under Review. It's the Aftermath Show, the stolen redheaded stepchild of Aftermath shows on the planet. I am D. I am here to talk to you about some sports betting on the greatest sports betting show that ever existed, probably. I have two crazy sports betting bastards on here with me to enjoy the day with you. Um, Mr. Eric Rosenthal, how are you today, sir? I am amazing. Had a great week of NFL betting, and uh, Monday, Monday Night Football was terrible, but want some money there, so I'm ready to roll for another week. God damn it. And the Fife dog himself, Sean Pfeiffer. Hello, sir. Welcome. Hello. It's uh, great to be on here, as always, and coming off a good week. It's a nice change, right? When I don't bet on my home team and root for the Texans and they're part of the Teesburger, things go really well. Maybe I should take note. Oh, man, that was a tough That was a tough week last week for everybody, I think, um, including yeah. us, including our Teesburger. But guess what? Our Teesburger streak has not been broken. Guys? Yes. No, not yes. good. This is not good. Because, see, the whole point of the Teesburger... And everybody listening right now, we're going to explain to you what a cheeseburger <laughs> is in about two seconds. The thing about the cheeseburger is we were going to like experiment with different types of cheeseburgers because the expectation was that we would win so much and so often and have so much money that we'd be able to do crazy shit with the cheeseburger. We can't do that, guys. We can't do that because we suck at cheeseburgers, okay? <laughs> People who are listening, a cheeseburger, a triple cheeseburger every single week, what we do is the three of us select... <laughs> One portion of a three-way teaser. We buy some points in a certain direction. We make the bet. We lock it in for the week, and then we ride it to the sunset. And we've not won yet this year, and it's embarrassing. But, we, I mean, we're due, right? That's the whole thing, right? That's the whole thing with sports betting? Oh, we got to yeah, – they're due. We've got to bet on those guys. They're due. Um, well, so, well yeah. first week, guys. I, I know I got my pick right. Yep. And second week – you know, last week, I'm pretty sure I got my pick right. So I don't know what's going wrong here. It seems like uh, I'm 2-0 and with my picks. Who's messing this up? Well, let's start. We're not pointing any fingers, Eric Rosenthal. Yeah, We're I'm not, not pointing any fingers. I'm just, oh I'm just thinking. I'm thinking out loud. Hey, Fife Dog, um, what happened this week with your cheeseburger? Let the people know who you picked. Let the people know what happened. Yeah, it took the Patriots, took them to cover, and they did. It was great. I mean, listen, the Patriots are, are doing their thing every week, and we just have to pay attention to it. I'll talk about them a little bit more as we progress into the show, but it was an easy win over the Jets. They're 3-0. and I'm not 3-0, and but I got it right this week, and I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about the Patriots for a half a damn minute here. Um, they look pretty good, but I'll be damned if they haven't played themselves a, a an NFL team yet though, like a professional football <laughs> team. Um, we know that the, uh, they had like half a Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh in week one. And we know that they're terrible. They play Miami who is just basically mailed it in right for, for week two. And then in week three, they have a, uh, a, a Jets team. That's just a, a like, they got mono, like what the, f- everything's screwed up there. You're right. They're doing crazy things, but um, is it that crazy though? Because they're just playing these teams. I mean, Miami went on and played Dallas and had a higher point spread than than the Pats did. You know what I mean, Eric? You got an opinion yeah. on what the Patriots are doing here? And like, I don't. I'm not calling them a fraud, but it's like, dude, there's a lot of coming down to earth that's going to happen with them, especially if you look at their mid season schedule. 
Oh, I completely agree. And the loss of Antonio Brown that they cut him after. I don't even know if we can get into the Antonio Brown stuff because we only have, we don't have 10 hours for this podcast, but yeah, I, I agree with you on the Patriots. I think they're a little overhyped because of the addition of Brown, the early season dis- destruction victories. But again, Luke Falk and Ryan Fitzpatrick are the quarterbacks they beat the last two weeks and, and teams who are going to be fighting to get any wins the whole season. So uh, I think the Patriots are a little overrated. I think, uh, Maybe taking the Bills if they get to like plus seven and a half could be interesting this week. Even though it's no, not, never fun. No, never no. fun betting against New England. Hey, it's never fun. God, it's such a horrible bet. Such a horrible bet. We'll talk about it though. I think we'll have to get into that. I will say this though: the, the one thing. No, no, I'm not poo-pooing on the Patriots here. They are a fantastic team, but it's like people just like see the Pats playing well, and everyone just anoints them as the de facto Super Bowl winners. Um, and I just, it's just really, really hard to win Super Bowls. And there's some really freaking good teams. In the AFC still, by the way, like not even like over on the other side when you were looking at like these Rams and these Saints teams from last year that were thundering through the season. It's like there's no guarantee that they even make it to the AFC championship game this year. You know what I mean? It's like that crazy, though. I will just say you have to make note that um, that defense is, is actually what they're doing is pretty, pretty crazy and let an offensive touchdown in since the fourth quarter of the KC you know, the AFC championship game, uh, last year, you know, well, I mean this year, but like last year, you know, last season, um, they actually haven't let an offensive touchdown happen in three, four games. Um, which is pretty crazy because they've went up against some teams that can score a bit. And you just think that they'd let one in here and there, you know, in, in garbage time, not a pretty spectacular though. Um, let's be very clear that, uh, yeah, sure. Um, They've got uh, they got the Bills this week. They got the Redskins next week. They got the Giants. They have the Jets again. But then it goes Browns, who hung in there by the way with nine injured starters against a pretty damn good Baltimore team. And then they got Baltimore. Then they got Philly. Who uh, who knows? Then they got the Cowboys. Then they got the Texans. Then they have the Chiefs coming up. That's their mid mid season schedule there. So I don't think they're coming away completely unscathed. But that was a good pick last week. I think you just nailed it. Eric, how'd you do, buddy? Um, I want to make one controversial statement before I tell you about my pick. Please. Uh, Tom Brady is the most overrated athlete of all time. Oh. Currently, probably not even a top, he's definitely not a top five QB anymore. Um, but the fact that his defense hasn't allowed a touchdown in four straight weeks, uh, exactly and it's right. they run masks, all the, uh, all the Tom Brady flaws that he has. But anyway, my pick was the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, the better quarterback <laughs> than Tom Brady. Led the Packers to victory. They are also three and zero. Easily beat the, uh, the the Denver Broncos. Not only did they cover my cheeseburger, they covered the spread outright, and uh, it went pretty well. I was uh, I'm happy with that pick, and I'm confident again this week and get get another one right. But uh, Rodgers and the Packers are back. Yeah, that's an interesting one, right? Because that offense in Green Bay looks a bit uh, anemic. You know, they just don't really look like they've got their shit together. Um, yet their defense is holding them in, and all they needed. And all they kind of need is just time to get a new offense going. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers back there. He's going to figure it out. The team's going to figure it out eventually. But the fear was that they just like, you know, are just crap for, you know, the first half of the season. And then, and then, the, then they just, they're bailing. And now they're crushing it. Fife, uh, your thoughts on this Packers, like D overall, and then how this offense is slowly putting two and two together. Yeah, it's good to see. I mean, truthfully, it really is good to see. Yeah, I, the Packers defense actually being present for Aaron Rodgers and an Aaron Rodgers led team 
team. I don't remember it in recent memory. And, and frankly, that's because it just hasn't been there. And they're now leading the league in turnovers. I mean, that's it. looking at what they have to work with. And I know that Eric is a big Packers fan. It has to feel good, Eric. I mean, it has to because you now have the defense to go along with. I mean, I'll agree with you on this. I do think we'll talk about that on another show. We'll reserve some time for it, talking about how overrated Tom Brady is and maybe how underrated some other quarterbacks are. There's no doubt in my mind Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest to ever play at the position. I don't even think that's that hot of a take. You know, you you have a quarterback, the caliber and the skill set that he has to pair with this amazing defense so far this season. Packers have a lot to be excited about. Well, I, I would agree with you. And... uh that division is turning into something pretty freaking crazy right now. Um, when it looked like, I mean, it, it looked like early on there was basically a front, a, a one and a half front runners, and now it's like it's it's flying. Um, so I guess that wraps it up for our cheeseburger this week, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk is about. That, are we going to talk about the next what? cheeseburger for uh, for this week? Are you guys going to let me off that easy? In plan? Are you, uh, you really let me off that easy there? Wow. I mean, I guess that's a good point. How did your uh, how'd your cheeseburger go there, Damon, for the week? And, and and what are you know what? Here's the thing, right? If you're the leg of the the, the losing end of the cheeseburger, you have to name the cheeseburger, right? Yeah, yeah you guys. Uh, yeah, it didn't go so well, guys. Cheeseburger didn't do what I thought it was supposed to do. Okay, this week's cheeseburger was a Wendy's Dave's. Hot and juicy quarter pounder single with cheese burger. Mm. Okay, that's what it was. Nothing more, nothing less than a Wendy's Dave's hot and juicy quarter pound single with cheese burger. And you know why? Because if you ever seen a Dave's hot, hot and juicy quarter pound single with cheese burger on a commercial, have you ever seen it? I've never seen it. it Eric, have like, you ever seen it? it, it no, I, I don't think so. It's like if no. if Giselle was turned into a meat patty. And covered with, uh, with with Gloria Estefan sauce. Okay, mm. that's that's how I feel. Mm. How it looks. The day's hot, juicy quarter pound single cheeseburger, in um, in in art form, is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. But if you order a Dave's hot and juicy quarter pound single cheeseburger, what you essentially get is a mashed remnant of a bun with like a dilapidated lettuce husk and what can some somehow be construed as a meat-like product in the middle of it. It is the de facto worst reality burger that exists on the internet. And that is wow. the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Ooh. Seahawks continuously produce a product that is so gross compared to what it's supposed to be. And you've got, you've got this quarterback. He's, uh, he's oh, I'm so good. I drink nano bubbles. And I'm like, this guy, and I'm married, whoever. And, <laughs> and then they're the defense. Oh, my God. The Legion of Boom. Like that, By the way, Legion of Boom was like 40 years ago. I don't even know it's a thing. But everybody's like, oh. And then they're like, oh, you can't beat us at home. We're so freaking great. And then when you watch them play football, even when they win, it's the worst thing you can look at. They're wrecking football and they wrecked our cheeseburger this week. Okay. They were four and a half point home favorites against a brand new quarterback in the, in the craziest place to play. Who dabba dabba do coming off a win, a couple of scrappy wins 
you know, against teams that they probably shouldn't have beaten. But you go like, yeah, that's how they do it. They play scrappy ball. They're tough to beat. They've got the 12th man. This All this stuff on paper makes them look so spectacular. And they just, just take a huge steamer at home when I've teased them to plus two and a half. All they had to do was just, like, like win the game by a point or not lose by more than two. And they screwed me, guys. Dave's hot and juicy quarter pounder single with cheese. That's what they are. They're a fraud. An absolute fraud <laughs> burger. <laughs> unacceptable. Oh, Just unacceptable. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of that? What, what, what were they thinking? I, I love it. I mean, it doesn't sound like something I want any part of. No, you don't want much. any part of them. So guess what? I'm not picking them this week. That's for sure. They're getting no. out. They're out of here. I'm not even doing. I'm not crossing the zero zero either. I'm not doing that. That's a bad move, by the way, in teasing. We're going to take our seven-point tease. I'm teasing the Rams to, to minus two. Teasing the Rams. I'm crossing a seven, and I'm crossing a three here. And as nine-point favorites, I'm going to tease those, those delicious Rams who, who, are, who are kind of getting, getting it together. You know what I mean? I, don't, I can't even say that they, they struggled at all this week. But I'll tell you this. Um, all they got to do is just, is just basically win, it, win the football game. And we got ourselves a we got ourselves my leg of the cheeseburger. I'm sick of this losing crap. A one week streak is too much for me, and that's what you got. So I am teasing my cheeseburger portion of the cheeseburger pick this week is I'm going to tease the L.A. Rams down to two points from nine. Love it. Thank you. I love it too. Thank you love very much. Um, since you uh, you both won the, the, this week, um, but your record is better, um, Eric. Um, you get to go, Fife. Uh, Was that yeah. Eric or Fife? Eric, there you go. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, I'm making a pick that I, I wouldn't wouldn't normally go with, but I am two and zero. I have an interesting thought in my mind, and the LA Chargers are sixteen and a half point favorites against the Miami Dolphins, well, that's a lot and of that seven point teaser brings it to nine and a half. They just got to beat the Dolphins by double digits, and this Dolphins team has just been an embarrassment. For the first three games of the season, they want to be an embarrassment since they have no <laughs> plan to win any games. They want to tank for Tua or whoever else to get the number one pick in the draft. I don't see a realistic way they win this game. And I, I feel like this is one of those times Phillip Rivers and the Chargers actually won't win a game big. It's not, you know, the perpetual every week we see Phillip Rivers, three minutes left, no timeouts, has to go down the field for a touchdown, and it never happens. Ever happens. <laughs> like we saw against the uh, the Texans this week, it's it just literally every week. I feel like for like 10, 15 years, it's the same, same exact situation. But this, uh, that's so funny. It's so much great how often game. He, how right he is though. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the Dolphins team is, is trash. And I think, um, rivers and company rivers and Eckler and Keenan Allen go, uh, go put up a bunch of points and, and kind of blow the Dolphins out. At least win this game by double, double digits. Okay. Okay. So far we've got, uh, we got Chargers by what it'll be nine and a half. Chargers yeah, nine, nine and a half. half. Rams minus two. Fife, you're up. This one. So first of all, let me just say I completely disagree with you, Eric. In <laughs> this game that I'm about to talk about, and I can't wait to talk about it because I had this one lined up. And again, I feel like this is the surest bet of the entire weekend when you're looking to tease something up or down. It's the Patriots and it's the Bills. Hear me out. Here's why I think that this is an absolute gimme. 
while the Patriots schedule, I get it, blah, blah, blah. They haven't had a, a strong schedule. They've played three-week teams so far. They've played a banged-up Steelers team. They haven't played a talented roster yet. Look at the flip side. Look at the other team that they're going to be playing against this week and who the Buffalo Bills have beaten. Look at this team. The New York Jets, week one. You know how much they beat them by? One point. The New York Giants, week two, beat them by two touchdowns. And then they just beat the Bengals by four. This Bills team, you want to talk about frauds, Mr. Eric Rosenthal. This Bills team is a fraud. I'm not buying into them. This Patriots team is going to feel and play better without Antonio Brown's nonsense in the locker room. You talked about that being a negative thing, losing Antonio Brown. I don't agree at all. I think that this is going to help them be able to reset, be able to focus, and not deal with that nonsensical drama in the locker room. You look at this Patriots roster. While I agree Tom Brady is overrated, he still has a ton of weapons around him. He still has the same offensive line that it seems like he's had for four decades. And he's still, and he has, a defense that we're impressed with. And we can all agree that we're impressed with to date this season. This is a, a tease that's teasing the Patriots up from minus seven to a pick'em. I, I don't see how the Patriots lose this game. This is wonderful. That's a great pick. Oh, we're gonna lock that bad boy in right now. Yeah. Ah, this that's that was this right. is wonderful, fellas. Eric, what do you think? I want to hear Eric's. We gotta hear Eric's response, right? Because he said this game was a, a trap. He said it was a stay away spot. Know, he was all, Eric. He was all wild. On. I, it's a t- total stay away from me and, and the Patriots. I, I see all the reasons you said, but I just get worried. You know, the Patriots go losing Miami all the time. I feel like this is just a big trap. Everybody and their mom's going to bet on the Patriots this week. They all think they're just going to go into Buffalo and win this game for sure. It's the biggest game yeah. in Buffalo in years, probably. When's the, when's the last time Buffalo's had a big, bigger game than this? They can yeah, get to 4-0. I think it was three years ago. The New England Patriots. I think three seasons ago, there was like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain, three or four seasons ago, the Bills had a wicked good start to the season and went either into Foxborough or, or at home. And it, I remember the, the, the Bills Mafia was like freaking out, being like, this is it. This, it's on. And it got just slaughtered, just absolutely slaughtered. And it basically ended their season. They, it was crazy. They went, and they had a lot of momentum. They looked really good. And then they just completely just shat themselves. Um, look, that might happen. That uh, might happen I, I'm not saying it, it will. It, I'm just saying that that did uh, a few years back. If we come here on Tuesday and the Patriots win 41 to three, none of us are going to be shocked. We're not going to be freaking out that that happened, but I think it's a little bit of a trap. I think Buffalo has a chance in New England, you know, pretty injured at the at their wide receiver core, losing Antonio Brown being part of that. We'll see though. We'll see. I hope we win this cheeseburger. You know, I know I'm getting to three, you know, I know D is going to get back, back on the, uh, back on track, get yeah, two and get one, on track here, his Rams pick against the Bucks. So it's up week. to me. And, uh, I just hope, I just hope you don't let us down now here, Sean. One thing that will respond to that. I'm not letting the listeners down. I'll just say one record one and eight. That is the combined win loss record for the three teams that the bills have, have faced so far this year. Oh. One win. Wow. I think you're onto something. I think you may be onto something. Well, so hey, we'll uh, see. Those are frauds. Well, uh, <laughs> those and that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you call a fraud. Hey, uh, I'm gonna take a quick moment, you guys, just while I've got you here. We're gonna talk about a couple of promotions from BetOnline.ag. Okay, 
um, because they help keep the lights on over here and keep us doing what we do. They're nice enough to give us the odds, let us bet on things, um, hang out and answer our questions when we need them. And uh, you get um, a whole bunch of bonuses going on right now. Um, and the one we got to talk about is the 100% first-time crypto bonus. So if you use the old crypto currency, that's Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, things like that. Um, big fat bonuses over at betonline.ag. So uh, support us, support them. If you want to go deposit and play a little uh, play a little of these wicked awesome picks, maybe do your own cheeseburger. Um, you can do it with, uh, with cryptocurrency over there and you get a big fat bonus just for using that stuff. So why don't you go do that? I think this is what you should do. Um, because if you do happen to place a wager on our cheeseburger, um, that we've gone through this week, all right, and it does not win. If we somehow miraculously go 0 for 3 for our cheeseburgers on the season, <laughs> which is not going to happen, um, and send us a screenshot of your bet from betonline.ag, it doesn't matter how, how big the bet is, um, we're going, going to pick five people, and we're going to send them a $25 free play. We're going to send it to them just for your hassle, of having trusted us with your cheeseburger, um, we will pick um, any of the five. We'll, we'll pick five of the people that show us the bet that they made on the cheeseburger, and uh, no, you're not going to have to. But if, if it does happen, um, we'll give away five free plays. What do you think of that, boys? Yeah, I love it. I mean, they're, I they're not going to get their money back, but I mean, it's that this is a lock. I don't think so. I don't think that they are going to. Um, yeah, we're good. We're going to win this week. We're, we're going to yeah, win. We'll win. I'm very, very, we I'm have good. to get some momentum Absolutely. going here. Cause I have so many ideas for this teaseburger. I'm just telling you, I, I don't want to get in. I don't want to, you know, uh, spoil any parties here and stuff, but I'm just letting you know. Um, Hey, the week that was, um, we've got to talk about it because there was odds and there's betting on it all like over the place. And it was all about Antonio Brown. He kind of dominated the betting, the, the, the betting sphere as well as the, the news cycle. Um, Mr. Rosenthal, I mean, we had, there, there was some odds up, um, at bet online about him, uh, even starting in week one, um, or being on a team in week one. And I think people dismissed it as like, I think he's pretty much locked in here. How shocked were you that the new allegations happened and he just got, he just got dumped like a, like a bad habit, um, as fast as he did by the Patriots. And did you have any bets in on him, like, completing the season? There are bets on him, um, like, like his yardage. There are bets on touchdowns. There are bets on receptions. Um, all the stuff just out the window. Well, unless a miracle happens, I'm going to be a, a, a pretty happy guy because, I, as I said on the podcast, I bet under on receptions. I bet under on yards. I bet under on touchdowns. I yeah. bet under on everything. I remember and that. I now, remember that show. Antonio Brown has continued to lose his mind, and he has gone from the NFL <laughs> Enrolled at Central Michigan. I have no idea what he's doing. He doesn't have any idea he's what he's doing. He's yelling at everybody. So on betting the on the under. Go ahead. He's yelling at everybody on the Twitter. That's what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Calling out Shannon Sharp, Ben Roethlisberger, Robert Kraft, and the whole damn world. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited because I'm going to win all those bets betting against Antonio Brown. And uh, I heard Bet Online is going to put new new odds out to see if uh, if Antonio Brown is going to run for VP. Uh, whoever gets the, the nomination uh, from the Democratic Party, so I heard that might happen. That sounds that sounds like we could we should pay, place a bet on that right like right now. I want to I want to know what that is. Um, Fife, what are your thoughts here? I mean, did you have any bets out on this? Are you losing or gaining any money off of it? 
Similar to Eric, I mean, we talked about it a lot on the podcast. All my money was on the under. And it, I mean, I, I don't like agreeing with Eric a lot on the podcast. And we've already disagreed quite a bit. So I can completely agree and say this looks like everything's going to work out very well for both of us. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't see any situation or any world where he's going to even be close to hitting the overs here. Uh, Antonio Brown done for the season. I mean, I just don't see any other world that we could possibly live in. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you can't say, I don't think anybody can say that they're surprised. I think a lot of people no. were, were really interested in seeing whether it would work out. Uh, Pat's fans, of course, it's just like, and even the Patriots, I think their perspective was essentially, uh, yeah, we know the guy's a douche, but let's just hope that he's not a complete and utter piece of garbage and he can play for the entire season. That would be awesome for our team. And then I think as soon as, and you know, kudos to them for, um, I mean, he hasn't even been formally like, you know, just stuff came out that they were just like, hey, enough's enough. You're, you're clearly a, a mental ca- case and a kind of an asshole. You don't need to be here anymore. And they just said, you know, forget about it too much, too, too, too much is, is, is enough. So, um, for me, my bets, I had a couple overs, but I think, um, no, I think I, the, the only bets I placed were over. So I, I'm screwed. And uh, I thought he would be on the team. And I maybe it was just cautiously optimistic or overly optimistic on the guy. Um, undeservedly so. He'll never get my, uh, he'll never get my cautious optimism ever again. Um, <laughs> and now he yeah, won't even, even the XFL. That, that's, what a the XFLs situation. rejected him too. When he said, I'm done with the end. I'm done with this. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. Um, everyone's like, yeah, take the ball. Go, go home. No, you know what? Don't even take the ball. Just go. It's our ball. Get out of here. And, and then now he's like, well, screw you. And then the XFL's like, yeah, buddy, you're never playing here. He probably won't get, won't get a shot at the CFL either. Um, so on, on, on that point, I want to talk about something a little more positive, which is a pretty interesting um, piece of information that Ben Online put out last week that I wanted to go over with you because you guys were talk- talking about um, quarterbacks being overrated and underrated and rated in any way. And, uh, and what they did over at Ben Online is they put a quarterback point spread value. What is the worth of a a quarterback or most or all of the starting quarterbacks that exist in the NFL right now. And they sent out an infographic kind of establishing what um, guys are worth. And um, Eric, to your glee and joy, and I'm sure you're doing a little happy dance (laughs) right now, that the highest uh, rated value point value quarterback in the NFL at seven and a half points is your man, old Dusty, Aaron Rodgers. What do you know? It's well-deserved. It's well-deserved. And uh, look, I, I don't just say that because I, I feel it or I think it. It's, I say it because it's true. He's the uh, the most important quarterback in the league, most important player in the league. Uh, the only other guy with the argument is Patrick Mahomes, who comes out. And right behind him, a half a point left. But yeah, Rodgers is that entire team. He, he, and the defense has played better, but the new coach is a buffoon. And Rodgers is the best. Uh, old coach was a buffoon. New coach is a buffoon. Rodgers is the best quarterback of, of all time. <laughs> you just took that and ran with it there, didn't you? All time. Okay? Just gave you all like time. an inch, and you were just like, you know what? I'm going to pave an entire tarmac out of this, and I'm going <laughs> to yeah. launch a space shuttle to the moon. <laughs> like you didn't even take a mile. You took a fucking a, a lunar moon landing with this. Um, Fife, what do you think there? Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, highest point value of any quarterback for his team. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't disagree with that. I think that this is a very fair value at seven and a half. The one that I was the most shocked about, and call me a homer, that's fine, but I, I'm the most shocked about Deshaun Watson being number 11 on this list. Four and a half point value for Deshaun Watson. Imagine this Texans team without him, right? And you don't even have to flip back the calendar too far to see what it did. This team was not the same team. Could they have won on Sunday against the Chargers without Deshaun Watson? Absolutely not. And just think, I mean, I hate to go full season long on you guys here and talk about just that, but think about your drafts this year. Think about drafts around the world. Who was the second quarterback taken in almost every single league? It was Patrick Mahomes first. It was Deshaun Watson second. Obviously, uh, there's other factors that come into that than than their point value according against the spread. But 11th on this list, it really surprised me. D, does that kind of jump off the page to you too or not? Well, yes and no. Here's here's a couple things that I, that I, I I like to know or always express about things like that is that a great thing about this this sports betting thing is that is that the point spreads generally don't lie. You know what I mean? It yeah. it is pretty because yeah. money is on the line and they're so accurate year after year. If you just go back historically at how fantastically precise point spreads have been going back like 30 years, it'll, it'll blow your mind. You'll feel like, you know, sometimes it feels just like it's all fixed. It's like the NFL is just yeah. fake because they're so perfect with these. So I always like give a little bit of extra credit to what these point value spreads do from books because they're just so damn good at it. Um, so when I say that, I go, I go, okay. Um, could it, could it be maybe a half a point either way? Probably, but I'll always be reluctant to be like, this is way, way off just because, if, yeah. if you just go back over the season, we'll go back and look at it and we'll be like, it, he probably would have, will be at four and a half. What is very surprising, um, I think, to Eric, though, is that the most overrated quarterback in the history of sport. Fourth highest? Is, is only a half a point behind the antithesis of all sporting men <laughs> who ever existed, from gladiators to the man who first bounced a basketball from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar all the way to Michael Phelps, the personification of athletic ability, Aaron Rodgers, is only half a point ahead of, of the literally the worst paper cutout of an excuse um, <laughs> of a player who ever existed. How, would, how do you fathom that? How are you going to look yourself in the mirror every day knowing that the perception is out there that it's a half a point difference between between the greatest of all time and the biggest fraud who ever played the game. And uh, you make a great point. And this is why we're able to make money betting on football on bet online because they make mistakes. It's and just, there's a big one right there. It's why that's, I'm 2-0 oh in my cheeseburgers. And it's a big mistake right there. That's how we win money. And let me give you an example. Great Last point. Year, Hold on. Great point. I love it. I love it. Off. I love it. They are that completely off. Like completely off. And let me let me give you okay. an example. A quick example. I want to just know where he should be. Week seventeen too. last okay. year. Yeah. Week seventeen last year. First drive of the game. Aaron Rodgers gets hurt against the Lions. I uh, made a fairly sizable wager on Bet Online on the Lions right after that happened. Now I watched the rest of that game, and the Packers did not cross midfield one time with Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback. They lost the game thirty-one-zero. They could have played for 40 quarters instead of four, and they never would have scored. They were absolutely helpless without Aaron Rodgers. Patriots, Tom Brady does his cheating, whatever he does, deflating balls, 
I, I don't know what you know che- cheating ways he got out there. And they win with Jacoby Brissett. They win stuff. with Jimmy Garoppolo. They went eleven and five last year, won the Super Bowl. They went eleven and five with Matt Castle back in the day. So it's uh, the books make mistakes. And I'll, I'll point to one more. I want you guys' opinion on Lamar Jackson only being worth two and a half points. Yeah, when that team does everything, you know, everything they do is around his style of play. So. There's I think that's going to continue to get money. adjusted. Yeah, that I think one's that'll continue what, what, to get adjusted. These came what, what out money before, but they fix it. They came out before yeah. Sunday. These, though, I should exactly. have prefaced that that this is this is before Sunday. But you're absolutely right. That to me, overall, is the craziest one. Um, Lamar yeah. Jackson. Um, well, I I know where it comes from because Baltimore was. Um, and for some reason, the perception is they're going to continue to be uh, like a, a plodding run team, run first team. And Lamar Jackson doesn't t- entirely take away from that. They think that week one was an anomaly because they just didn't put a safety on the field for the entire Miami game. <laughs> um, but then after this week, it's just like, come on now. Come on, people. It's, he's more than two and a half. He's way more than two and a half points. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. That's the biggest miss right there. And then also, I know that there's going to be a massive adjustment for Daniel Jones, who uh, sitting on this list currently um, was at zero. Um, and uh, and he's he's the greatest quarterback of all time now, again, all over, for some reason. <laughs> it's it's the greatest thing does, ever, that anyone's ever seen. Does, the greatest thing anyone's ever seen does, ever in the history of football <laughs> happened to well, Daniel Jones. You're right. You're right, because think about this. You're saying Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. Well, Eli Manning beat Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. And then Daniel Jones took that guy's job. So, you know, by transitive property, Daniel Jones is the best quarterback of all time with his undefeated record, of course. Of course. And Tom Brady um, plays defensive back as well for the Patriots. I forgot. We forgot to mention (laughs) that. Because, I mean, he he didn't pick off. He got picked apart by by Eli. Like, it was crazy. You should have seen him back. He was flailing. Looked like Josh Norman last in Monday Night Football. Uh, Guys, um, I love how long we we go along here but um we have to call it a week um here on the aftermath on the under review show i'm gonna encourage everybody to uh, subscribe and uh drop a little review for the old itunes machine on us um that would be fantastic if you do that um i'd like to uh I'd, i'll give you a high five virtually um, great thing about uh, us is we're also available on theunderreviewshow.com. We're available on uh, Podcast One Podcast Network, CLNS Media Network. Uh, so you can Spotify, uh, iTunes, everything, right? You can find us everywhere. So you have no excuse not to listen to us. We will drop right into your freaking phone every, every bloody week and you can uh, find out how our teaseburgers go. Once again, uh, if you head to betonline.ag, use promo code REVIEW. You get a nice little bonus. Use crypto. You get a more more bonus. Um, things are fun. Uh, Eric, thanks for uh, hanging out this week. It's been fun. I'm going to take advantage of maybe that crypto bonus or something else on Bet Online and uh, get my NFL action in this weekend. And I'm going to play that cheeseburger big. So uh, we're going to have a celebratory party Let's... thanks to uh, me, you, and uh, Sean. And 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 speaking of uh, the fight dog, let's uh, let's keep the momentum going, man. Thanks for being on again this week. Absolutely. Great to be here. And let's get our first clean sweep this week, shall we? Yeah, we're going to win this cheeseburger, guys. I'm feeling really good about it. I'm a bit nervous about your pick, but that's okay. I'm always nervous about your picks. Um, we're uh, we're going to regroup uh, every single Tuesday here on the Under Review Show. It's the aftermath. We talk about the week that was, and then we put ourselves out there to get our butts kicked by the books again. Thanks for tuning in. I'm D. Adios, muchachos. 